Ain't no woman alive that can take my mama's place, quoted by the great Tupac. Greetings to all my melanin kings and queens out there for tuning in. I'm your host, Bodie Bose. And I'm Nikki. And this is the wonderful Uncut and Raw podcast. Right, right. Where we discuss issues that are hardly ever addressed in today's society. So we'll be the ones to address those issues for you. And to start things off, we're going to give you guys the vibes of the day. And that's to tell yourself, I'm not going to stress out about anything anymore, because I know no matter what it is, it's going to be taken care of, just as everything else has been in my life. So as long as I remain committed to myself, find happiness and peace in each and every given moment, and surrender to the things I cannot change, I know my life will be good. I know all is well, and I know I am well. And that is the vibes of the day. Wonderful, wonderful. Sounds like a mama that'll, you know... She like ain't gonna mom. stress nothing. No, nope, she, she won't. She's not gonna stress anything. So, she like doesn't. we usually do, we'll do our mm-hmm. definitions. Yes. Um, I'll go first with mine. Okay. I mean, I did my little research. I wasn't a little too pleased about what I found on my wonderful Urban Dictionary. Really? Um, I kind of just like a few lines from Urban what it Dictionary. says, which I'll you know pick out. It does say a black yeah. mom is a black woman. Who has kids that are under control, which y'all know mamas don't play, and know no, how to don't. behave. She'd be <laughs> damned if her kids are acting a fool in public. She yeah. is very strong and always holds her family on her back. She yeah. does what she has to do to provide awesome. and can have a man, but doesn't need one. That little part right there, Boom. that little but doesn't need one. <laughs> That that mindset, I'm gonna be real with it. That mindset, that's just not how it was designed. And I don't care how anybody feel. I mean, we got a lot of opinions. Freedom of speech. Absolutely. I mean, this the system wants us to have, you know, want our mothers, our black mothers to just be all that good stuff. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't think that's the way it should be. But hey, we're here to make that a difference in our society and community, but from my definition, I got for a black mother or mama, mom, how y'all want to say it, to take care, to protect and prepare children or their children for adulthood. Mm-hmm. Black moms cannot merely accept the world as it is. And I'm going to end it with there as it stops. Question mark for all those out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, just to jump in on that. So, yeah, this topic we're talking about today, as you all heard from our previous quotations or sentences, we're talking about this episode of Black Mothers, and we have a special guest. I am very humble to have her on here. She is a comedian, a mother, sister, daughter, all the above. She is freaking amazing. 
and she is the great Sabrina Massey. Welcome on, honey. How you Welcome. doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing well on this lovely day. I am yes. so glad to be on your show. Finally. Thank you. Finally. Ever, we've been trying to get you. <laughs> trying to get you on there forever. Finally. Yes. I mean, How I do I, I'm I'm what? good. I can't complain. Well, I could complain, but you know, it's no need to complain because no. nothing lasts always. Mm-hmm. Nothing lasts always. Mm-hmm. You know, we gonna. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the the things that we experience or experiencing yeah. right now is just a test of our faith. That's it. It's Hello. a test. Woo. That's it. Whoever everybody serves. Because you know everybody got different gods that they may serve. All it is is he's just testing us to see, you know, if we could really hold it down. That's all. That's Mm -hmm. true. That is so true. I was looking at this this, uh, show on Netflix called Explained. And it explains Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the virus. And it talked about viruses that we've experienced before. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. you know what? If we experienced this before and and came out, then we definitely can get through this. Hmm. There you go. What? It's Take just that. being patient, being faithful, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Just, just minding the business that you should be minding. I'm not turning mm-hmm. to a preacher, but I don't know whoever, you know, believes in whatever they believe. But y'all remember when God let, well, not God, well, he did. But when Moses led them people through the Red Sea and stuff like that, y'all get my gifs? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm kind of getting mm-hmm. that vibe from this. Like he, if we let him take the forefront and let him lead, then we'll be able to get out from whatever it is. That's just how I kind of look at it. And I'm not talking about he as in Trump. Definitely not. Oh, hell <laughs> you know, We're not going to get into details with that. Oh, right. no. oh my that's God. Right there, that's right. That's that's pure um, illiteracy right there. I cannot. No, I'm moving on past that. Church is done. Anyways, let's get back <laughs> to our topic. <laughs> Listen, and also falling off for what Nikki said too, you know, it's nothing wrong with, you know, trying to learn and, you know, trying to listen in on the news. But sometimes it's always good to do your own damn research, people. That's, That's so the true. Of internet. There's information all over the place research and looking up stop being lazy and stop being all depending on the news all the time because sometimes mm. it don't always be factual sometimes so tell them anyway. pastor Bodie. tell them hey they preach it up from in there yes <laughs> oh lord but hey as my sabrina says is these viruses have been around for how many years and let me think, it's only new to us so if you want to redo your research and you find out it's been here for a long period of time before you were born then hey, what are you worrying about that's just eat so your fruits true. and veggies and boost up your immune system and keep it moving. I'm done on that part. And I whoop. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump in on the questions <laughs> for my Sabrina Massey. But how, ooh, before we do that, honey, how's the, how's the comedy going? Is everything going good with that part, though? Again? Okay. So um, the last show that I did was uh, on February the 8th, a special special time special day on my birthday (laughs) (laughs) and it was it was supposed to be like a um like Mm -hmm. a pre 
Valentine's Day show and it was amazing. It was, um, you yeah. know, the crowd was just really in tune with, you know, what I had to talk about. And I felt so happy, you know, and it's wow. like, it just, when you do the thing that you love, you'll never mm-hmm. be broke. You'll never Ooh. be broke. Ooh. I mean, it, is, it was amazing. It was just, it, it just filled me with so much joy to, to make people laugh and make them, you know, happy, you know, I, yeah. I think it's the only thing that I know how to do that do good, you know, or do well, listen. let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, you're multi-talented. You just got to slowly start discovering more of your gifts, but comedy is definitely one of your niches. I love about you. So, to move and I know, on... and I know oh, being a mom is something that you're, doing well at and you're great at and I know you're going to provide much feedback to the people that are listening mm-hmm. about you know your aspect of being a mom so hit it uh, motorboats mm-hmm. definitely and just to start things off uh, for, 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 for you honey for growing up uh, at least with growing up with your parents did you incorporate like the same parenting parenting styles or did you make up your own as you went by, you know, raising your kids and stuff? Um, when, you know, at first, when I first started out as a mom, I did a lot of the things that my, my parents taught me, but, mm-hmm. you know, as my kids got a little bit older, I realized that, you know, they're not, um, they're not the same and kids don't come with a parenting book so mm. you have to <laughs> you have to kind of figure out what is best I had to figure out what was best for me and my kids because when I started out you know my kid my parents would beat us you know or mm. you know fuss at us to try to get us to do what they want us to do And then, you know, and I thought that that would be the best way to raise children. But later on, I started Mm -hmm. taking parenting classes and I learned that there's a different way to to handle your kids, you know, Mm -hmm. speaking to them, explaining things to them. When I was growing up, my, my parents didn't have time for that. We ain't got time for that. You know, friend, I'm going to beat you into what I want you to be. And you're going to do what I tell you to do, you know. But I wanted to I wanted to raise my children where they have their own voice. And mm-hmm. they and I wanted to validate them on, you know, having their own opinion. You know, because when I'm gone, when I take that that eternal dirt nap, you know, I want them to be able to. <laughs> I want them to be able to take care of themselves and not question their, you know, their judgment or their motives. Yeah. Okay. That that was really, 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 really deep because I know that, you know, growing up, parents usually tend to do um, what they learned back then, mm-hmm. like, get over here, get over here before I tear you up or something like that, like stuff they mm-hmm. learned back then, and these new kids now will look at you in your face like, is oh, yeah. something wrong with you or what? Mm-hmm. 
Like, like we said on. Mm-hmm, that kind of stuff. What'd you say? What it was? I didn't hear you. No, nah, just saying, quoting what one of the famous lines is, I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. My mom used to say that a lot. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. plan and I vow to not repeat that to my child when I do have a child like that. Mm-hmm. That Those very same words, those words can be very detrimental to a child. And, you know, yeah. parents, like people in your age bracket, I don't know how old you are, and they always say never ask a woman her age. Pretty Never. sure you're probably in my mom's age bracket. I mean, I know you guys were probably working and just trying to figure things out and, you know, trying to make time for the child and stuff like that. And, you know, you may have been married and then, you know, just different aspects of things. So, you know, just trying to incorporate what your parents taught you and then you trying to do your own thing. It's kind of much of a juggling mm-hmm. thing. And it sometimes it leads to these kids being very damaged. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I I think for I think for me, what was most well, I um, I was married to my my children's father, and the relationship we had was a very, um, I want to say abusive. He was emotionally abusive to me, and it I decided when my kids were young that I didn't want them to grow up in that type of environment. Um, even though I loved him with all my heart and I wanted it to work, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't hearing me and he didn't respect, mm. he didn't respect me. And then what was his sign? Virgo. What was his zodiac? Virgo. Ooh. Both of y'all. Both of us. Revert. What? Being Virgos. What? <laughs> but before we get back to husband, ex-husband, let's jump back to mom and yeah. dad before we get yeah, to yeah, We're going to get yeah. to him. We're going to get to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? Well, see, basically, you kind of yeah. answered it, but I'm just going to ask it to see Come if on. you have any more. No, she kind of answered it. What steps did your mother take to help you become the mother you are today? Well, I actually, I grew up with my grandmother. My grandmother is the one that raised me, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom had me when she was uh, 15 years old. And my my grandmother stepped in and decided to, to build that foundation for me. So mm-hmm. mainly the... Um, I get my background for my grandmother and she was very nurturing and kind, but you know, she going to get, she going to get upside that head. If you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, you know, <laughs> you, you, you better have them grades, you know, A's and B's got to bring them A's and B's in the house. You can't be messing with no boys. You know, you can't be hanging out. And I grew up in the church, you mm. know, in the church choir. Children's choir, because I was in the children's yes. choir. Yes. <laughs> you know, so grandma had that influence on me. My grandmother didn't want me to date until I turned 18. So when she when she was talking about that, I was like, well, grandma, I, I think I need to go move with my mom. So... Um, <laughs> I, I had I, I was like no, 
please don't 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 uh keep me from the boys. But um right because that that only leads to you know girls doing their own stuff yeah. in the end. Because oh, y'all are so mature for y'all age, y'all grow up so fast. Too fast sometimes. <laughs> and just to add on as well, even yeah. though you said grandma raised you, what did mom mean to you as a child though? Um, my mom was like this. Um, she was this incredibly beautiful, strong woman. Um, you know, when my mom got herself together, she got married and she worked for, um, she worked for Bell South for many years. So like my mom, she come in, you know, she come home in her power suit, you know, cause she was a manager. She was a boss. She was running things. You know, she had a theme song when she came in the house, you know, and (laughs) it's like, I was like, you know, in awe of my mom, because I was like, I want to be like her, you know, hair always done, nails done, you know, she had it all, she had it all together. She was the type of woman that I saw myself, you know, that I wanted to be, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, my mom. My mom had a a strong influence when it came down to me finishing school and, um, you know, the way I presented myself when I, you know, when I went out, she always made sure that I dress nice and I know how to speak appropriately. You know, even though we grew Mm -hmm. up in the hood, the 305 to 76. Yes. Now you from down south. I'm from down south. I told you with an F. Yes. Not down a T. If y'all keep, if y'all right. the way she talked and certain, certain um when she responded, you could hear that little southern accent come out. All right, girl, represent. Yes, now. I'm. I'm from a, a small town called Ghouls. You ever heard of Ghouls before? Oh. No, I never heard of Google. Is that? that close to well, Liberty City, Little Haiti? Past, it's like thirty minutes past Liberty City. Thirty miles, mm, yeah, thirty miles south, thirty minutes south of uh, Liberty City. But so y'all, yeah, we're dirty. real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't wear shoes when we went outside to play. That's that kind of dirty. Oh, well, people yeah. still do that now. And that's not even down south. That's like... Yeah, like how <laughs> they do the, especially in the islands. Sure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Barefoot all day. There you go. Dirty foot. Yeah. But hey, uh-huh. man, them was the best times. But I mean, I wasn't allowed yeah, to real. not have shoes on. So I can't speak <laughs> on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I... <laughs> all right. So... Next question, I guess, Nikki. Jump on next next question. Yeah, you go ahead. You got some more questions. No problem. Go ahead. Let's see here. All right, honey. Uh, that's Kirk's favorite all word. Right. All right, honey. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Were there any kind of traditions that you know your mother passed on to you? Um, that you would pass on to your children? In like, I know you probably might have emphasized on that earlier before you. Um, say like before you pass you want to make sure that they're straight you know and stuff but is there anything that your mother may have given to you that you want to pass on to them um I 
one of the, the main things that I want to pass on to my children is that they are family. You know, despite whatever happens between them, if they fall out, if they argue, you know, you still are, this still is your brother, this still is your sister. And, you know, whatever the problem is, we need to work it out. And to always be humble and grateful for what you have right now, you know, okay, right now, like mm-hmm. not what you're going to have in the future, but what you have mm-hmm. right now, a roof over your head, food in your stomach, you know, somebody that, that tells you that they love you, want to kiss you, give you a hug every night, every day, you know, yep. uh, you got a, a house, a car, you know, you got family that loves you. Those are the things that's most important. And sometimes we don't, you know, realize that when we're looking at things from the outside, when we're looking at Instagram, when we're listening, looking at Facebook or Snapchat, you know, people with all the fancy clothes and they looking happy, like, I want that. But do you really? Do you really? What's really, really important to you? Express yourself. That's right. There you go. Preach that, honey. Yep, I love it. Everything you said, honey. <laughs> but, but like, you know, my kids, I think, are really grounded. Um, they're really grounded on the things that are, you know, in our family. Because we're really close. It's, it doesn't matter how many rooms yeah. we have in this house. My kids are normally in the room with me I don't know why but it's like I don't know why it's like they always following me mom what you doing what you doing where you going you know oh you finna go somewhere I see you got on shoes you know (laughs) so we're really close we're really close-knit family how many do you have I just have two and my kids are older and all and same dad yes my daughter is yeah. 21 Ooh. and my mm-hmm. son uh, is 18. Okay. Yeah, and they both are supposed to be graduating. Um, Lyric was supposed Aww. to be graduating um, on April 20th. Um, so they canceled that. Okay. And my son, he was supposed to, he's going to be graduating on May the 30th. Um, it's going to be like a virtual um graduation yeah graduation that's so weird to me mm-hmm. yeah but i'm so proud it you is. know of the it things is. that they've accomplished and, you know as a mom you live for that opportunity to witness it because a lot of moms didn't witness watching their kids go to prom or uh graduate so i feel privileged that i'm still here you know absolutely and even even the like you know the ones that aren't able to see and you know you feeling privileged to see the kids but you also have the toxic mothers that just they just I don't know I don't know how what would ever try to tear you apart from being so toxic to your kid that you know you're either not in their life or you're not just being the mother that you're supposed to do supposed to be Mm -hmm. I should say like 
I yeah. I don't understand because I could have sworn everybody say it's a joy to be a mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. could have sworn that. And you know true. those toxic mothers um, that you hear about. I have family members that are toxic. Um, mm. I come from a dysfunctional family. My family hasn't always been, you know, love and you know peace and kumbaya. Yeah, you know, singing the song, all that <laughs> Indian style, all that, but. <laughs> I mean, but, um, you know, my family has a history of mental illness. We have a history of, you know, alcoholism, drugs. And, you know, I have a a family member that was addicted to crack cocaine and her mom Mm. was addicted to heroin. So when she had her kids she had her kids um she has like four kids that she ended up losing to the state and you know it's just a a vicious cycle a vicious cycle it is yeah but i i made the decision that you know i didn't want that for my my children Absolutely. I I mean, we all have choices as women when we're, you know, deciding who we're going to, you know, have children with, you know, who we're going to have. You you want this man to be your baby daddy? Okay. You got to make decisions on your your life and your children's life. And a lot of us don't think in those terms. They think about right now. That's it. How how that did feel. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> Woo. That that be the thought when you laying down making the baby, but then next thing you know, a couple of years later, you got that where you fighting and stuff and you know, and just being toxic. I that I can't. Bodie Bowls, go ahead. Go ahead, take it over. Uh yeah. So I'm just going to go right into it. Uh-huh. Uh, what's your intake, um, my love, on some mothers preventing the father from seeing their kids? I think it's, um, it's irresponsible for a mom to do that if the, the father is a good person. If he shows you that he is going to um, take care of these kids, and he wants to spend time with them, why would you take that opportunity from them? You know, they they should have the same type of time with the child as a mother does. And what I've seen is a lot of women do that as a power play for money. Oh, oh I see it everywhere. Why would you do that? You know, you're... Because you want that man still. And I be feeling like some of these women are, some of them are jealous of the child because the child has a father that is present and the mother is harboring over the fact that she did not have a father that was present in her life. So she think they daddy Mm. is her daddy. 
as you said, as, as, as you said, yes. cycle. that's so you terrible. And then these kids grow up without yeah. a father in their lives, you know, and mm-hmm. truth be told, there were times that my, there was a long period of time that my ex-husband didn't pay child support because he, he didn't work. And, you know, I still made mm-hmm. accommodations for my kids to spend summers with him and his family, you know, it, and then people be like, oh, you going to let him, you, you going to let them go over to his house? He ain't even gave you child support in six months. And I said, this is not about me. It's about my kids. Boom. Exactly. Boom. I wish there was Boom. more mature women like you out here today. That's Sabrina. Sabrina freaking got too much sense. Unlike some folks out there, all of you listening, who need to learn from her. Learn from her experience. Let, that, sh- let that shit go. Let that hurt go. And let that man there you go. be able to parent the kids and you go and work on your damn self. Because this is going back now to a previous one of our previous episodes we was discussing about black fathers and one of the topics we was going on about was the fact that you got these mothers who trying to cause rift between um the relationship between the kids and their father and the kids are gonna steer themselves in another direction to find a fatherly figure to turn to and some of these people you can't even trust nowadays because even if it's family or friends whoever if it's a male role model who knows what that person could do to your children or what influence they go put on them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like so that's the problem. That's leave it right there. Anyway, go ahead, Nikki. And also, um, have you ever, because I know they, these are some, and I'm, you, you're not a toxic mom. You've made it known that you're not. But have you ever found yourself comparing yourself to your children? Mm. No. I've never compared myself to my children. Um, you mean like as far as the relationship with between their dad? Let let's say no, like say, you remember how I just said how some women, because they lack something, they had lacked something in their life and their children has it now. Do you ever like see yourself comparing, like, okay, say they did have a wedding as far as a marriage their parents are married they're together they had a family or I'm just giving an example and say you didn't have that and now you kind of like comparing yourself to them kind of resenting them a little bit I should say no I I can't say that I've ever had that type of um emotion of resentment for my kids Mm. because I only want the best for them you know, and all that I, right. I all that I have not gotten or gained, I'm still here. I still got an opportunity. You know, anything that I want right. or desire to have in my life, um, all you got to do is pray about it and God will give it to you. Mm-hmm. Manifest that. You, you have to claim what That's it is it. that you want in your life. And I think a lot of times yeah. we think that things are just given to us you have to also work for it as well so uh-huh. you know I would never have any type of resentment toward my kids for um the thing that they have accomplished I mean like mm-hmm. one thing I could tell you right. is that my daughter she went away to New York 
And before, when I was involved with her dad, I wanted to go to New York and I wanted to live in New York and become a singer. That was like my dream that I wanted. And when, um, when I came back and I told him what I wanted to do, I, I got pregnant. So at that point I had to make the decision on, am I going to go live in New York as a single mother or am I going to try to work it out with this man and try to raise a family? And I wanted that for my daughter. So I made, I had to make a decision on what was important for her life. You know, she was, she was, she was in my belly and I wanted her to have a mother and a father, even though, you know, down the line, it didn't work out, but I had to make that sacrifice Mm -hmm. and I had to, I decided to make that commitment to give her a better life than, you know, what I had. And I just feel like sometimes these mothers, they don't really think about that. Like their actions later affect the children once they grow up because, you know, they might be young and they may not understand it. But later on in life, it definitely affects these children. They not preparing. They got plenty of sense Mm -hmm. though. These children nowadays, they they see and they watch and they hear. So just like Nikki said, go ahead. I'm sorry, cut you off. Yeah, and like these mothers, some of them, they are not preparing these children for um society. That's my favorite thing to say. Like they're not preparing them for society. Then when they go meet up with other people, different friends and different like spouses or whatever it might be, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend. They, everybody is all fucked up. Yep. You trying to find a mama out of your girlfriend and the girl trying to find a daddy out of her boyfriend. That and that all yeah. stems from mommy or daddy just, you know, being on that That's true. stuff. But Again, this shit psycho. This shit psycho. That's and so true. <laughs> oh, and by the way, fun fact. I mean, fun fact Fridays yet. But fun fact, everyone, Sabrina can sing. What? Hello. You gonna put me on you gonna put me on front street like that? No child. I tell you she got too many talents. Don't mind us saying that's her niche. It is her niche, but she got too many talents. You know what? You know what? That's true. That time. is true. You know um black people can do pretty much yeah. anything. Yeah. And we take it and we take we we take it for granted. You know. We take our talents for granted, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, um, I, that was my, that's, that was my go-to singing. Yes. Uh, can I sing now? Not so much, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, do a little song. (laughs) Oh, I thought you could. Listen, listen, girl, do you got a little song? Oh, please, 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 no, never, never Brandy. Uh, more like Louis Armstrong. (laughs) It's oh, more like Louis Armstrong. I see stars and stripes. Man, I don't. Not Louis Armstrong, man. <laughs> oh, any more questions, honey? Or you me go now? You go. I'm done with more. I got one last question afterwards. Okay. My last finale question. No problem. Okay. All right, my darlings. Uh, last question is, is there something that you wish you had experienced that you haven't yet experienced with your mom and that would that you would experience with your child mm. or children. Oh, your children. Um, 
I know this is probably not a, a real appropriate thing right now, but um, something that I experienced with my mom. Yeah, something that you wish you had experienced. That you okay, with I children. wish that I would have had the opportunity to travel more with my mom, like outside of the United States. Um, but me and my kids are planning a, a trip. We've been wanting to go to China, but we might not need it. Might not want to go right now. (laughs) 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 Might not want to go right now. Um, but like, we always were, Mm. you know, like when my kids were growing up, we, I bought this DVD from Disney called Mulan and we were just really, my kids were like, especially my daughter really wanted to go and see the culture, um, the Chinese culture. And I, we, we always said, well, we're going to go to, um, China. We even have our passports. So if we wanted to go, we could go, you know, even though they'll keep us in quarantine for 14 days, um before we can get a chance to see China but yeah China was one of the places yeah. that I wanted to to go with my kids just traveling abroad is something that I've always wanted to do yeah. um with my kids okay I hear yeah. you so my one of my last questions, basically, I know you spoke on your ex-husband. Um, during the process of after the divorce and everything, was the co-parenting easy with him for the children? To be honest with you, I had to pray about it. I had to I had to pray about it because you know, I I hated him for you know who he was at that time and I couldn't I couldn't forgive him for who he was and I couldn't forgive myself for leaving you know because a lot of women stay in those emotional um emotionally abusive relationships but um I couldn't stay I I had done as much as I could and I moved on but um I guess through pay through prayer and through um, forgiveness. Uh, I think that because he saw me as being a different person, I wasn't angry and it wasn't that tit for tat and I wasn't bitter anymore. He, I think that the Lord touched his heart and he also changed um, how he approached our relationship. You know, because I had told him, I said, listen, you know, this is not about you and me. It's about our children. And, you know, I want us to have a good relationship um, in order for them to see it and for them to be better. um, So, but it was, it was hard because, you know, the first thing, the first step you want to take is to defend yourself. Dear mama. 
a tool and you prayed about it and you pleaded on his behalf for him for the Lord to intercede on his behalf because that's what you got to do sometimes most times I should say and that's good to know be humble and patient and you know that you made the right decision by leaving I know it wasn't easy I know you um we had a uh, side talk discussion about that a while back, and I know that wasn't easy for you. But let me tell you something: you pulled through, like many other women. I sure they would have done the same thing, and you stayed strong and made sure your kids were straight as long as they was all right. You could care less what happened to you. I can tell you that for sure. Because my mom, same prime example: as long as B was okay, she was okay. And I'm glad you did that because now things happen for a reason, and now he realized that because mm-hmm. all, all, all this is, is time. Time heals all wounds eventually at some point. At some point. So true. Absolutely. All right. Well, all right, my darling. You know. Any goes and remarks, Nikki? No, I'm done. I do appreciate this discussion. It was very enlightening to, you know, hear from a, um, you know, an older person's perspective. Oh, one last thing. What advice would you give a young, any young mother's, about being a mom like what's one vital advice you would give these young mothers out here I would um, tell young mothers to listen to their children listen more to what they have to say and don't just you know sometimes I I found myself where I've just come home from work and I'm tired I don't want to really talk to them but sometimes you actually, to have a, a good relationship, you need to talk and you need to listen and they need to be heard mm-hmm. because you might be missing some vital things that's mm-hmm. happening in their life. And if you do it enough, mm-hmm. they, they're they not going to really talk to you. And it could be some things that's happening that you don't have any idea. Until years later, and then you be uh-huh. so shocked and 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 mm-hmm. hurt, and you know what I mean. So yeah. and even in denial, sometimes too. Oh yeah. There you but go. I totally well, agree. Honey. Listening in—that's on Speak any it. relationship, communication, and listening. So that's communicating yeah. and comprehending. Mm. And that's what I'm talking about. I love it. But honey, you know we appreciate you so much. Let me tell you something. I say. I had to have you on, and when we had that discussion a few uh, last week, and you mentioned that that black mothers, I said, boom, she had to be on this topic because I know my <laughs> honey got too much experience, and she got lots to say on this. This will be perfect. But don't worry, we glad to have you on, like we said Thank before. And close remarks. And now close remarks. All we know is that any mothers out there, any upcoming mothers out there, please listen in, and if anybody else, please learn a lot from this wonderful, strong woman. We appreciate you, Sabrina, and we appreciate you so much. We hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great one, and thank you.